Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We are your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lizzie. Hi, hey guys. That was what? <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. I stumbled over the word guys. I don't know what's wrong. We're starting out on the right foot. First of all, I almost choked on my spit. <laughs> Enjoying it. I was focused on that, and then it got to me, and I was like, what do I say? I had to push through it. What I say every week. Come on, Lizzie. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Perfect. I know my lines. <laughs> What's up? What's new? Oh, goodness. <laughs> wow. That wine? Yeah, the wine. Um, it's actually pretty good. I don't hate it. I feel like, what is it, a Pinot? Yeah, it's a Pinot Grigio. Oh, sorry. It's good. Yelled in your ears. I'm enjoying it's it. Excited. What do you have over there, Boydson? You got something else. I'm trying a new one. Mm. It's from Platte County, Missouri. It's oh. Jowler Creek. Oh, is that okay. up in Weston? It, yes. It's from the Westons. And it's a sweet red wine. Mm-hmm. It's I drive by it often. So this one I was a little leery on because usually my wines from locals are like $10 max. This one was 15 <laughs> Ooh, oh my God. So Fancy. It's not bad. Do they sell it in the liquor store local? Or you don't have to like actually go to the I got it at winery, um, do you? Either Hy-Vee or Price Chopper. Oh, okay. Figuring <laughs> Even out. better than a liquor store or the grocery store. <laughs> I'm realizing how ignorant I am when it comes to booze. I've oh, just I stayed totally in my own am. lane for many, many years, and there's so much more that I could have experienced. It, it's cheaper that way. <laughs> I know. Somebody made fun of White Claws the other day, and I was like, I, I like White Claws. And they just look at me, and they're like, Lindsay. And I said, listen, I, okay, I own that I am a basic white girl. I don't anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna Garnet House ruin that. <laughs> um, Bud Light makes a seltzer. Um, wait for it. It's uh... can you not be so judgy right <laughs> away? I haven't even gotten to the point. You my might an- like it. My answer is no. Okay, but it's it, it comes in a Christmas pack, so we got to make sure to get on it. Mm. They have a peppermint one, and then they have a I can't remember the second one. And the other one is an apple flavor, like, like a cranberry, maybe. No, it's an app like oh. a. No, it's an apple. Oh, okay. you're talking about the missing one? <laughs> the missing one. <laughs> I heard apple. Like, I don't know. It's an apple. Cranberry sounds festive and Christmassy. I don't know. It may be, honestly. I, I cannot remember. I'll have to look it up. But um, people, the people on the TikTok mm-hmm. are putting fireball into the apple seltzer. That's where Ooh. I was going with that. And That's, then it's like a, it's a good idea. an apple. It's what we do with Red's Apple Ale here. Mm, yeah. Here in my house. That's probably much sweeter, too. That probably tastes better than the uh, seltzer. I'll stick <clears> with that. <throat> Seltzers, um, seltzer and I just don't get along. Well, I especially mean... when you drink twelve of them. <laughs> we had a pretty rough go uh, the last who's, time. Whose fault was that? I didn't want to drink the grapefruits. <laughs> then we couldn't just leave them there. That's true. We, we couldn't still... go to waste. I'm I wasn't so... going to store them in my fridge again. <laughs> well, they would go eventually, but I'm just real, still really upset that when I drink twelve white claws. And we record. <laughs> I cannot fucking form sentences. And you guys are like having full on discussions. Like that still baffles me. How okay. is this so? Discussions that are cringy. They may be cringy, but you can make words. <laughs> I could still make words. Not very well. Yes. My so ability to make words goes down. Oh man, you'd think I'd learn after all these recordings <laughs> and listening. I'm like, <laughs> don't do that again. No. no, nope, I do it every time. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. I don't talk a lot normally, so whenever we <laughs> drink, we can I just get more chatty. She does. Yeah, 
Just I when like it comes it. to religion and politics and aliens. It's just everything. And Lindsay engages, so. And I'm the hype girl. I'm well, let us know if you guys want to have a heart-to-heart with Lindsay and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay and Sarah. And then other Sarah will just be sitting here quietly. <laughs> saying, trust, Preach! Trust me, what that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. Yes! Yes, I about- yes! Lindsay! Yes! <laughs> Lindsay, the ultimate hype man. Several times I was listening back, and there was like a flashlight would go off or something. You're like Lindsay. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know, and I still don't believe. She's such a hype man. I love it. Oh, that one went on video too, so that was fun. (laughs) Yes. Not only did we hear it, we also saw it later. Mm. Neat. That's real cool. Why do we do? Th- Why do we put ourselves on the internet? <laughs> At least you don't embarrass yourself on social media, like I have done this past week. I think. I'm- <laughs> oh yeah, do tell us your blunder. Ben already knows it. <laughs> tell us your blunder. What happened? <laughs> she's. <laughs> I already broke voice then because she's remembering this. <laughs> oh gosh, Sarah, you have to sit down for this. This is great. I am <laughs> sitting. I'm ready. All right. So I had two social media blunders in the same day. I was like, I think I heard about one of them, but you I wouldn't let her tell you one. the good one. I, oh, okay. I won't tell the <clears throat> second one. <laughs> suffice it to say, the second one is I sent a screenshot to people I'm I should sorry. not have sent a screenshot to. Did you say suffice it? Suffice, suffice it. it to oh. say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She okay. might have. <laughs> I was so, <laughs> earlier in the day, I'm just scrolling social media, scrolling through Facebook, you know, and my thumb accidentally hit share <laughs> on something. It should not have hit share on. And Facebook asks you, are yeah. you sure? Yes. Yeah. And I was just trying to get out of it and hit yes. <laughs> and so I shared something I should not have shared. <laughs> and immediately I went and like deleted it from my Facebook wall. And I was like, oh no. And my husband gets on his phone. He's like, it's not on your Facebook wall, blah, blah, blah. So I go to whoever's thing I shared, and it still says one share. <laughs> so she knows that I did it. And it is a Hang friend. on, hang on, hang on. Sarah, ask her what, what, what she what, shared. What did you share? <laughs> oh, God. Do I want to know? It's, so it's from someone I haven't talked to in um, 15 plus years since junior high, probably eighth grade. <laughs> We're still Facebook friends. <laughs> it's a uh-huh. picture. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a picture of her kid on Santa Claus's lap. <laughs> years and I'm shearing her poor son sitting on Santa's lap. You're such a weirdo. She's probably like, what the fuck? I know. I felt so embarrassed. She got notified of that. Yes! And it still says one share. So it still says that I shared it even though I deleted it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so awkward. This is so uncomfortable. I need to like unfriend her. <laughs> so to I'm not even gonna say her name. To my Facebook friend that I'm not talking to since I was thirteen or fourteen years old. I am so sorry <laughs> that I just shared the picture of your son on <laughs> Santa's lap. <laughs> Such a I, did not, I did not mean to. It was a nice little thumb slip. And then I just hit yes without even thinking about it. Oh. So I'm so sorry that I'm so weird. Oh. And I promise I know how to social media. I don't know. But then that night, 
Uh, there's more? <laughs> yes. That night, I'm sitting um, back in my office, and I was... A friend of mine was trying to see something, and she was like, it's not showing that on my phone, blah, blah. Screenshot it and send it to me. So I took a screenshot of something that was private, <laughs> and I meant to send it to her, and then I got a phone call, and so that flustered me, <laughs> and I sent it to the wrong person, who I should yeah. not have sent it to, oh, in a no. group chat. <laughs> in a group chat? <laughs> oh my god. What? And right away, and Boitza was sitting next to me during all this, and I said, shit. Shit! Oh my She's god. still on this phone call, by the way. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> and the nurse is the nurse on the phone with me is like, what? I'm like, no, no, you're fine. Okay, I'll do what you said, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so later I like approached him and I was like, I'm sorry, I had a midlife crisis on the phone with you. And he's like, it's okay. <laughs> and then I told Lindsay, like, you you gotta put your phone down. Like, mm-hmm. get off your phone. Uh, 100%. I got flustered. I meant to just send it to this her, but when I opened my messages, the most recent message popped up, and I just hit send, because I was on the phone with the nurse, who was like, hey, can you do this for me? And I had the phone on speaker, and I was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then I just hit send, and I was like, oh, no! Shit. It was a pretty new nurse. I was like, I'm sorry. I sent the wrong thing. He goes, I need you to get it together. I was like, okay, sorry. Cannot. <laughs> can I get it together? It's okay. I think we've all done that. Yes. So that Some is my story of... of how I cannot social media. Or that wasn't even social. That no. was just you... Being dumb. <laughs> Paying attention. I promise I can multitask. I do a great job of it. I just got distracted. Yeah. One time I sent a message to one of my best friends about um, how said best friend was being a total B because <laughs> she wouldn't let <laughs> my boyfriend at the time come over and she was being really rude to me. And then I, you know, realized, oh, fuck. Yeah. I was the wrong person. I had to really dig my way out of that hole. So I think ever since then. Okay. That makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Have you ever sent a email to the entire distribution list with uh, while you're calling, not really calling out, but like pointing out things that people are not doing right? That sounds like something that you have done. It sounds like a reply all that should not have been a reply all. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your story, Boydston. Um, I was replying all. Oh, I was just going to reply to my boss, but I ended up hitting reply all to the entire department. Oh, no. Um, and I was pointing out four different people that were not following a process. Mm, by name? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> and so immediately, like, I noticed, and you know how whenever you do something terrible, you just have, like, instant, like, I'm going to shit my pants right now. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, Literally. that's what happened yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah. And so I call, it's, I don't know, 4 a.m., I call my boss. I was like, how do you unsend an email <laughs> you don't she's yeah. like well you can go on and hit recall but it 99 percent never works i was like okay well people might be mad at me and please just uh tell them you support it i'm so sorry <laughs> did people get mad at you well nobody ever mentioned it <gasps> oh okay but i know people saw it yeah because when you try and recall a message it tells you every single person that opens the message uh-huh and I just kept, for a week, I kept getting these notifications. This person saw it. This person saw it. Oh, my and goodness. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, I tried to delete the text message after I sent it. <laughs> she did. She tried to delete it. You can't do that. And my <laughs> husband, that my husband's in this group chat. And so he was like, I was like, I deleted it. Can you see it? He was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you deleted it from your feed. <laughs> Yes. My mom did the I tried same anything. thing. Listen, I was willing to try anything. Oh, it's happened to everyone. It's okay. My mom was like, I deleted that picture from the group chat. I didn't mean to send it to everybody. So it's good. It's all good now. And I was like, Ugh. I have become Jan. 
Mom! Yeah. I'm just social media. This is why I don't handle our socials. Uh, Okay, yeah. I do such a fabulous job. (laughs) Much better than me. (laughs) Well, you know, I get stuff up every once in a while. I try. It's okay. We have a calendar now. It's getting better. It's it's hard work. The person who made the calendar didn't follow it last week, so it's fine. (laughs) It's okay. All right. What are we talking about this week? True crime. <laughs> that was really good. We did it. <laughs> All three of us. Nailed it. That was perfect. It's only taken us like <clears throat> eight months. It's okay. <laughs> I'm so proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> there was no oh, variation in tone though. It was just everybody on the same. No, everybody, everybody was singing the same thing. Harmony's going to take another year. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe next That's too much time. practice. So we're talking about true crime tonight, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're going to spin the wheel to see who's going first. Hmm. Oh my god. It's me. It's Boydston. I just now noticed that they bring like a little crowd up from the bottom for a second when they, they cheer. Do? Oh, I and didn't like, notice that. And then it goes back down. Remind me next time. I'm going to yeah, look at it. I'm going to watch. Well, now I hope it is a crowd. <laughs> it wasn't just something there. <laughs> like, Gosh, Sarah, you're totally wrong. <clears throat> um, honestly, it probably was. I apologize. I don't have a PowerPoint. That's okay. We'll just look at your face. Some, while we're... Sometimes true crime just doesn't need a PowerPoint. I agree. I didn't want to make one for mine wise, either. Wise words. I wanted to make one, but I didn't have time. So look at that. Uh-huh. We're all just going to have to listen to each other. <laughs> oh, that sounds it's been terrible. a busy week. <laughs> it has been a busy week. Ready. Ready. Okay. Okay. Five, six, seven. <laughs> we'll get to the point eventually. When you say ready, okay, you don't count down. You start your cheer. That's right. I I wasn't doing a cheer thing. I was just... That's what ready, okay means. (laughs) Okay, it's fine. (laughs) Moving along. We'll move on. So I couldn't find much information on this case besides like the main facts until I came across a website made specifically about this case by a group of students in a forensic class somewhere. Oh. And they made a website. Isn't that crazy? wild can Te- i be friends with us technology well <laughs> i mean i'm not good at the technology way better we've already that. discovered that <laughs> they're gonna be like mm-hmm. no thank you, no, thank you. <laughs> she did a terrible job so no <laughs> she shared somebody's random picture okay you did a great job Lizzie and i over here yeah. sharing the wrong statuses <laughs> I, so I just sorry. figured out, but I don't even want to tell you this because you're going to think I'm an idiot, but I just now figured out that you can like long press. <laughs> Are we okay over there? We'll see. Knock it off. Long press a, a picture on Google that you just like wanted to search something up and then save that picture. Mm-hmm. I just now figured that out. So I had been screenshotting everything and then oh. cropping. Well, uh, here's my thing. Bless, well, bless your heart. I, had, <laughs> I know. I, I hadn't know. been sharing our posts from Facebook because every time I hit share, it said that the tipsy ghost was sharing it. And I didn't figure out how to change it, change to it mm-hmm. until last night, the night before. Yeah. I still oh, don't shoot. know how I, to do that. I should have told you. you can well, I, I had been doing it. it. So at one point in my life, I figured it out. But then I, my brain just quit. Yeah. It's okay. I'll show you how. I've, I had to figure it out too, so it's all good. I was like, no, I don't want to post on the same post. <laughs> I know. I did the same thing. Hmm. It's been a lot of learning <laughs> learning lessons for me. Okay. So anyway, uh, by a forensics <laughs> class, I think four students worked on it. it. The website's called Group 4 Project Forensics. That is a very clever name. <laughs> 
Very telling. I think they were group four. I know exactly what they are talking about. <laughs> in a forensics class that uh-huh. they had a project for. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sounds accurate. Um, and so some of their information is, it, I don't know, it somewhat contradicts itself, but for the most part, their science and their general conclusions are pretty sound. And like I said, this case I thought was very, very interesting, but I couldn't find any information on it at all besides this website. Interesting. Okay. So that's group essentially four, we're looking at you. Group four project forensics. Let's this go is, group it's all on your, your time to shine. <laughs> so that's where the bulk of this information comes from. Got it. All right. A Philadelphia couple were in Maine visiting family. They were 33-year-old Calvin Jones and 23-year-old Sarah Talbert. It's always going to be a Sarah. It's always a Sarah. Oh, Sarah. <clears throat> However, it's without an H, so mm. points Almost off. there. Almost there. But it was Calvin's dad's birthday, and they were coming up to surprise him. They got a hotel. Um, Calvin brought the gift that he was going to give his dad, which was a large rubber hose. Okay. I mean. That's, that's home, probably a good dad gift. Home goods, yeah. He gardens, I'm sure. Home goods? Do you mean like Home Depot? Home Depot? No, like home homeware. Home. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, you can't get a garden hose at Home Goods. <laughs> you may be able to. I don't know. Home Goods is a lot you of might. stuff. <laughs> I do love Home Goods. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so they were enjoying their little vacation, and Calvin and Sarah decided to have a few drinks because why not? Why not? Exactly right. Why what I wrote. not? Why oh. not? <laughs> okay, I see you. Thanks. I'm drinking wine. So they requested multiple bottles of wine and whiskey to yes. be sent up to their hey, room. Alma. I love them. It's a party. Just after 1 a.m., guests in the neighboring hotel rooms heard arguing that quickly became loud and violent. Okay. And Calvin apparently had had issues with his temper before, and he was heard yelling at Sarah. And one witness stated that they heard a thump followed by a shriek um, after all of this violent yelling. Not good. Not good at all. Yikes. Calvin and Sarah left the room, passing a bellhop on their way out of the hotel. The bellhop saw Sarah slouched over, like barely able to walk. He was basically carrying her. But Calvin waved him off, saying that she was just super drunk. But a few hours later, uh, Sarah's badly beaten body was found in Calvin's car just off the interstate. So that's extra not good. She was covered in blood from an apparent head wound. The police found a bloody hose and blood ladder in the hotel room so obviously calvin murdered oh, sarah and was charged with manslaughter calvin's dad never got his birthday gift my god that's not actually what happened oh okay oh right. okay he okay. he wasn't charged with manslaughter just with assault and battery oh okay <laughs> oh, oh so sh- okay so you'd assume that he murdered her right right and he is going to be charged with manslaughter and go to At jail the least, yeah right he was only charged with assault and battery so uh, he didn't kill her. So here's where the forensic students come in. All right, group four. Let's group four it. project forensics. Uh, they got really sciency. A lot of words were said, but the case they made <laughs> was really fascinating to me. Okay, but like really, really sciency, like science over my head because That's it's what a I'm school project. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, break it down for they, me. I mean, they went into the chemistry. <laughs> Break it down to like a uh, fifth grade level, maybe fourth, actually. And then I made it. Give yourself more credit than that. Listen, I had to do (laughs) sixth grade science and no. Hmm. No, I don't. I already tapped out for chemistry. Right? Speaking of chemistry, they went into the chemistry behind. (laughs) Segway. (laughs) Bring us back. Look at that. Behind testing for blood alcohol content. Okay, yes. And for those unfamiliar, um, my very dumbed down version of this is... 
you obtain a blood sample into a specific lab tube. Are we following? I'm with you. The tube of the blood is put into a warm water, warm and water. the alcohol vapors rise to the top above the liquid within the tube. Okay. And I'm saying this because I thought it was fascinating. I so. didn't know that. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know how. I just knew the lab did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Send it to the lab. Get a number. That's so what I know. the vapor is then removed from the tube and put into an instrument, and then science happens, and someone smarter than me uses that data to read the ethanol level. Whoa. Science happens. I love it. Yeah. That's my explanation. So in Sarah's case, she was 246 <laughs> or 0.246%. Okay. That's pretty high. Yeah. It's pretty the high. legal it's limit, high. just for everybody else to compare, is 80 or 0.08. Oh, yep. So she was drunk. Which is fine. That happens. We yeah, we do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so she was also found with significant head injuries. And this is where the students come in to figure out just how hard Sarah was hit. And could this blunt force trauma be enough to kill her? Okay. I mean, like, super physics. They went splatters. All the physics. Were... Gravitational acceleration, inertia, yeah, well... force, oh, torque. I used to want to do forensics until I realized I hate science. Angular, <laughs> angular velocity. Oh, my God. Yeah, they lost me within the first sentence, but they did go on to infer that Sarah would have sustained bruising, possible open head wounds, or even a closed head injury. And alcohol thins the blood, which lowers right. the ability to form blood clots. Mm-hmm. And the head trauma, coupled with the fact that she was intoxicated, would have made her more susceptible to bleeding out. And she was very badly beaten. Um, She had damage to her carotid artery, which is the main artery to supply blood to the brain. Mm -hmm. Um, She had a depressed skull fracture, which is a break inward towards the brain. Um, This trauma to her head and neck could have easily contributed to her death, but they ended up being complications and not the actual cause of her death. So this seemingly obvious case was solved by the autopsy and was a total plot twist and the reason why I picked this case to talk about. I'm ready for it. Autopsy. Love it. So Sarah Sarah did have significant head trauma, but there wasn't enough blood loss to conclude that this is what she died from. So the coroner obtained a sample of her blood and had it further evaluated. Poison. And they found out that Sarah had sickle cell anemia. Oh, I was off. Oh, way off. <laughs> Went down arsenic poisoning, y'all. That's a good guess, though. Mm-hmm. It was a very good guess. I would have never guessed sickle cell. Sickle cell. So, like, she... That is her cause of death. They didn't know she had it? Or... She was in a crisis. She... So, this sickle cell anemia is determined to be the primary cause of her death, not the actual beating she took from Calvin. Whoa. And our answer is how... Right. Like the guy beat her. So sickle cell anemia is an inherited disease affecting the red blood cells. Right. And it causes part of the red blood cells that carry oxygen throughout the body to become hard. And the red blood cells are normally round, but they take on like a crescent or sickle sickle shape. Mm-hmm. And because of their shape, they have a hard time moving throughout the body and they can create blockages, stopping the flow of blood and oxygen. Mm-hmm. So essentially... What the autopsy concluded is that when the hose was hitting her neck, it significantly decreased the blood flow. Um, and then due to her sickle cell anemia, the blood cells latched onto each other in that weird form mm-hmm. and they blocked the artery. And the blood flow and the oxygenation was hindered by both both to her brain and throughout her body. So in the hours that it took for Sarah's body to be found, she succumbed to the complications of sickle cell anemia. And it was only secondary that her beating contributed. Wow. That's fascinating. Hmm. I think that was really, I think you did a great job explaining science. Like I said, like 
I, I, I wouldn't even know. But the general premise is, like, this is true. Like, it happened, and her autopsy said sickle cell anemia was the cause of her death. So if she not didn't the have sickle cell, the beating would not have killed her. Was their guess. Maybe not. Or, say, yeah, essentially, you can't say that the beating caused it. caused it because she had sickle cell, and the actual cause of death was from the blockage. Like, she wouldn't have had that event happen had she not been hit in the neck. So that's yes. why her husband didn't get manslaughter charges. Apparently. Apparently wow. just get assault and battery. That seems like a really tricky lawyer thing to that do. That is, yeah. Yeah. Luck. And like I said, there was... That's out of my scope. She was beaten. Yeah. Right. That but right. for sure. the autopsy determined it wasn't to a point that it would have potentially killed her, especially not in that time frame. Mm-hmm. Interesting, though, that he, like had a dead body and wheeled it out well i mean that's the other part like and um, nobody charged i think him she on was anything like on that like a quarter of the way alive but he uh, ditched her so like she just suffered and died so wow. i mean again that's though awful. how did he not get charged with something else for basically abandoning her not seeking medical care that's what i'm saying you're like, gonna have to ask the law and like yeah. i said the students did like while a lot of their research was comprehensive and very sciencey and Looks legit, especially the medical side, which I can somewhat attest to. I'm not a super expert in sickle cell, but I do see it. Get the basics, right. yeah. Um, I mean, I can see it. Group four, um, if you hear this, <laughs> group hey, four group projects, four. forensics. We we have a few questions that I'm sure you have better insight than we do on mm-hmm. these. So hit us up, hit us up, Thanks, clarify, give us all the things. But essentially, I just thought this was interesting. This interesting. This yeah. may be totally not okay to say but this is giving me like covid vibes like um the person had covid but they died from Mm -hmm. like death certificate yes Mm. you didn't die from covid okay right you didn't die from covid it was just respiratory failure that yes that's what i'm saying her her sickle cell would not have acted that way if she hadn't gotten the shit beat out of her that's exactly right interesting see Mm -hmm. everything's all connected just saying loopholes it's a world of loopholes it is it It is yeah because like someone may die falling off of a bridge hitting their crushing their head and that's what killed them but if i push them off the bridge i caused the (laughs) the head trauma that was one of the big COVID (laughs) arguments was the guy who fell off the ladder that had like a head trauma that came in and his um his death certificate said covid and it was because he had COVID and was up on a ladder and his oxygen levels went low and he lost, mm-hmm. you know, functionality of his brain basically and fell right. off of the ladder. And that's what caused the fall. But yeah, everything's connected. Yeah. Everything is. Just a short, fun story. I like it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Boydson. Okay. We have to watch to see oh, yeah. if the little people jump up. You guys, it's probably not at all. What the hell was I seeing? <laughs> We're all very excited about this, okay? All right, I'm like, kind of worried. Moment of truth. What was I seeing? Yeah! Ah, see, I told you. <laughs> and then Sarah. It's like 2.5 seconds. They'll jump up there. Oh, my God. noise? Is everybody okay up there? They're both in here, right? No, just Lucy. Where'd Brutus go? He's out there. Does he want to come in? Is he okay? Oh, you know what happened? Caesar picks on him, and then he screams like a little girl. Oh, is that what? Yeah. He came running in as soon as I opened that door. He's like, Mom. Uh, somebody let me in. All right. Are we ready? I am so ready. Mm-hmm. I'm semi-ready. <laughs> Semi. <laughs> that face. You just give me that face all the time. <laughs> it's my disappointed face. <laughs>
Why? Why can anybody never be just proud of me or like really <laughs> oh encouraging? Goodness. I just said that was a great story. Thanks for sharing that with us. How is that not encouraging? I'm more talking about when you both are drunk. I'm not drunk. You're I'm encouraging drunk. of each other. Like, case in point, Garnet House, you're encouraging of each other. And I'm just like, we were talking, me are you and you kidding had me? really good talks. <laughs> I was not encouraging. <laughs> I was going to say, if you listen back to the recording, you're talking about aliens. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we cannot be the only people in this damn nation. And, and you're like, in the universe? And I'm like, yeah, in the fucking universe, Lindsay. And I'm like, why Why are people friends with me? That's How do I have friends? I don't even know. But then when so I'm I backed talking, you up the entire time. You. <laughs> then when I'm talking politics, she's just like, yes, preach, sister. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. See, so I was very supportive. Was I was very actually supportive. really mean to Lindsay the whole time. I'm like, Lindsay, what's wrong? Why are you saying that? <laughs> I don't remember that. What's wrong with you? You jerk. <laughs> because she was pointing out, I would have never been able to form this sentence, but she was pointing out how you were saying, I believe that you believe oh, yes. that whole we thing. And it. I was supporting it like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Right. And then I was like, I just need to chill. <laughs> and then you just hear me go silent for about 15 minutes. Anyhow, my point was that I was supporting you. In you guys. Recording. What? I just noticed that my wine says red cockadoodle-doo. Red cockadoodle-doo. No. Why, though? Um, oh, that's the name of it. Because it's got a rooster on it. So the name, name of my wine is red cock. Oh, my gosh. A doodle-doo. Pervy. Thank you for your pauses. <laughs> per- pervy. <laughs> Pervalicious. Enjoy your red cock. A doodle do. Oh, <laughs> so okay. delicious. Mm, this is pretty good. I know. I like the... I haven't had it before, but it's good. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you guys about the Farmville murders. Um, not not the computer game that was all the rage when I was in college. That was called Farmville? Yes. Do you I never this? played it that. It was a Facebook game called Farmville. I vaguely remember. Yes. <laughs> but I only remember because my husband and his roommate were You were, were in obsessed. college. I probably had two babies. It was 2010. <laughs> it was 2010. Uh, I had a two-year-old. Yeah. 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 So now I didn't play. I was <laughs> probably barely surviving at the time. It's fine. <laughs> um, anyhow. Um, and it, it kind of correlates with Richard Samuel McCroskey. He's the main person that I'm going to tell you about. Dick. Okay. So he, yeah. Oh, Actually, he went a- by Sam. That was a harsh judgment right away. No, nickname. he is actually dick. a dick. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she thought I was just being just really judgy. I thought you were. I was like, That's I'm right, just right the right judgiest right. person. <laughs> Haven't we been? To- I've told another story about a Richard Dick Hickok. We, did. Did. we did. Yes, that is um, in Cold Blood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, because I learned that whenever Sarah told me the story. His name. I kept saying Dick Hickok. <laughs> Hiccup. Hiccup. No, we Lindsay. combined it to Dickock. Um, okay. Well, I think f- to make it more simple, I'm just going to call him Sam. Yep. And um, his like handle, I don't know if they called it handle back in that time, but his screen name or whatever was Psycho Sam. So we're going to call him Sam. Psycho S Y K O. How clever. So Sicko? Sicko, maybe? I don't know. I, I like said Psycho. psycho. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's. Psycho. I it's, was thinking it's psycho too because when you say like psych, it's S Y K E, isn't it? Like when you're playing a joke on someone, you go psych. Yeah, because I say that all the time. Back in the day, <laughs> like, like back in the nineties. Okay, we're going back a few. Hey, no, ignore me. Continue. Watch it. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> if you make one more fucking old oh, joke, I'm gonna 
beat your ass. <laughs> Psych. Listen, I can't Facebook. And I just said psych. I am old. And you talked about Farmville. Your soul is older than me. Okay. That's I do have an old soul. I do have a very old soul. Okay. So anyhow, I'm going to tell you about Sam McCroskey. He was born December 26, 1988. He was a graphic designer and amateur horrorcore rapper. Horrorcore. 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 Nope, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Please do. Horrorcore rapper. That's right. You nailed it. I feel like you put a W in there, but yeah. Wepper. No. It's a wepper. Horror. Horror. I can't even say horror it. Horrorcore rapper. Nailed That's it. That's right. I have to yeah. say it slow. I had to look it up. And horrorcore uh, <laughs> is a type of music that's oh. typically focused on dark lyrics and death. Okay. That make, that right make... up your alley, Lindsay. <laughs> sure. I love horrorcore <laughs> rapping. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he <laughs> lived with his father and sister in Castro Valley, California, for a very long time. Throughout high school, he was bullied because of his weight and his hairstyle. Which I, checked out, I checked out some of his pics. He had, like, the, you know, greased down. Oh, yes. Like, little pieces out in front. Sorry, I was doing my hand motions on the hair. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. The little spikes. <laughs> yes. And, yes. like, the Jinko jeans. He was, like, he had a look. He was punk. Yeah. He was horrorcore. <laughs> <laughs> like hardcore but not yes with horror <laughs> horror <laughs> who knew that word was so hard to pronounce it is a hard word despite the constant teasing though he was known to be pretty mild mannered okay so yeah he uh was bullied we talked about his hairstyle a little bit and his jinko jeans man you guys are probably too young to remember those things oh no i remember jinko's he, first off he was born in 1988 so but i'm yeah. talking about jinko specifically he's our people if he was wearing jinko's then we knew about it well i made that assumption i assume that jinko's came out around then you were wrong in your <laughs> assumption. <laughs> that's probably right okay um, so anyhow, despite his constant teasing, he was known to be pretty mild-mannered and never really fought back or tried to defend himself. So, kind of interesting there. He also had a MySpace page. MySpace. <laughs> MySpace is the one I did not have. The introduction to coding. I definitely I had, had a MySpace page. I don't know how I funct- I don't know how I made it work. Cause I Who think was in your top ten? Top eight? Uh, eight. I think it's top eight. Yeah. Uh, it was probably whatever boyfriend I had at the time. <laughs> and then my... My best friends that I'm actually still friends with. I do t- still talk to them. I had and Zanga. Tom, did you keep Tom? I don't think, I, I don't remember if I kept Tom, but I always had like a really fun background and I had music mm-hmm. going because that was the best part. I had that on my Zynga page. The hell is a Zynga? That's like a, a live journal or like a journal. Uh-huh. It was like mm-hmm. a live journal, but you could like code it and have music and backgrounds and all that stuff. So it was kind of like MySpace. just like MySpace. But it was like a journal. It was it's a, like a diary that you wanted yeah. your people to read. You would post up What? Yeah. You, know, you post your... Yes, I did. <laughs> journal entries for yes. people to read? Yes. It was private. I mean, it was private. Like, you had to be my friend to see it. It was like what me and all my friends used. Huh. Like, before Facebook like got texting. big. texting. It was like... texting. Yeah, like status updates before Facebook. <laughs> Well, his MySpace page featured songs that he wrote, um, which, shocker, they had violent lyrics about killing people and mutilating them. Mm, that's that's horrorcore for you. Horror you guys core. just don't get it. <laughs> uh, I didn't know you were such a closet horrorcore just fan. Such a closet horrorcore. <laughs> you just like saying the word, don't you? I do. It's fun. 
<laughs> now that you've gotten better at it. Now that I've, I'm a professional. <laughs> he also spoke about the thrill of murdering someone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> One of his songs that he wrote himself was titled My Dark Side. No. Oh. I'm going to read you a sentence from it. These are some truly frightening lyrics that said, You're not the first. Just to let you know, I've killed many people and I kill them real slow. It's the best feeling, watching their last breath, stabbing and stabbing till there's nothing left. Yeah, I don't think it was sicko. I think it's psycho. <laughs> I know. That's why I think I said could psycho. Be, could be sicko, too. Because <laughs> that's Yikes. pretty sick stuff. And I mean, it rhymes, but... <laughs> Man. I don't know. He eventually dropped out of high school, so mm. that's what he had going for him there. But while he was on MySpace, he met a young girl named Emma Niederbrock. And they developed kind of a relationship, I guess you would say, as much as you can over MySpace. Um, they ended up, quote unquote, dating for a year. Um, they talked almost every day on the phone and they communicated over MySpace. But Emma lived in Farmville, Virginia. Emma and her friend Melanie made plans to meet up with Sam for a horrorcore concert called Strictly for the Wicked Festival. <laughs> You've been there, right? I've been there. I knew it. I go every year. I I feel like it's probably beautiful around that time. <laughs> yes, it is. There's so many fun, lively people. <laughs> you seem to fit right in. Did you wear your Bible costume? While you were there, I wore my Bible costume and I've been going around going, Do you know about the love of our Lord Savior? Can you? Can we talk? Do you have time to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? I don't. Oh my God. I just walk around. I'm like, I love to smile. Why is nobody smiling? Oh my God. That would be more me. I'd be like, Why is nobody smiling at me? I'm smiling at them. I mean, I picture that they're really happy. They probably are really happy in their element. Right? No? Mm. I don't know. Assuming. I don't know. Um, so yeah, they went to this festival and it was on September 12th of 2009. Emma's parents, Deborah and Mark, had taken all three of them. So Sam, Psycho Sam, Melanie, the friend, and Emma, the daughter, all to the concert. <clears throat> and that's just to give you a little bit of a time frame. So a little bit of background about who these people were. Mark Niederbrock was a pastor at a Presbyterian church there in Virginia. Dr. Deborah Kelly was her mo- Emma's mother, and she was an associate professor of sociology and criminal justice at Longwood University. They had been divorced for about nine months. And Emma Niederbrock was a 16-year-old girl who had been homeschooled all throughout middle school. Like I mentioned, she was still pretty young. Uh, she was remembered as a rebellious girl who dabbled in the occult and was obsessed with macabre music, but also listened to Backstreet Boys and played soccer. I was going to say, so she's a preacher's kid mm-hmm. who was homeschooled uh-huh. and is into horrorcore. And Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and soccer. All right. And Backstreet Boys. I mean, I, mean, I feel listen, like that's a pretty typical 16-year-old. Like, the rebellious. BSB, yes. Yeah, like, you know, wanting to get their own identity, whatever. Yeah, okay. So she made friends with people who were like her. That's how she met Sam. Melanie uh, Melanie Wells was an 18-year-old girl, and she was a friend of Emma's. And she'd actually been staying with Emma and her mother for quite some time. While Sam was there, they went to this concert. He's staying at their house with them for a little bit. He started picking up on the fact that Emma wasn't really into him anymore. And she was less than impressed by him. Um, He also noticed that she was texting other guys which i'm assuming was maybe on myspace too who knows but she was communicating with other guys mm, he's getting jealous 
very, and it totally sent him into a fit of rage. So he was actually under the impression this whole time that he and Emma were exclusive. Newsflash. Okay. Exclusive, think... but they had never met. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he became so enraged that he completely snapped and sometime during the evening of September 14th of 2009 or early the next morning, Sam attacked Emma, Melanie, and Emma's mother, Deborah, while they slept. Oh, not Dr. Deb. Dr. Deb. They were all killed within a short period of time around 3 a.m. on September 15th. Oh, what did mom do? What did friend do? Nothing. What did Emma do? Nothing, really. Really. Police say that he killed Melanie first. She was sleeping on the couch on the first floor. Then he went upstairs to Deborah's room, then back downstairs where he killed Emma in her bedroom. He hit all of them multiple times with a weapon, which he, they kept calling a maul. A maul? Mm, M-A-U-L. I don't know what that it is. It sounds like a medieval... I know. So I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but they... Oh, don't worry. Lindsay will tell us. Bludgeoned. Permission to Google? Permission to Google, but I'm going to keep going. Okay, keep going. Okay. Um, they also noted that none of the victims had defensive wounds, so they assumed that they didn't wake up and this was done during their sleep. Well, it's almost like no. a sledgehammer. It sure does. It's called a mall. How about that? Hmm. It the does more you know. just like a sledgehammer. All right, so yeah, he hit them all during their sleep with this mall and just bludgeoned them to death, basically. Um, three days later, on September 17th, Mark Niederbrock arrived home around 5 p.m. Mm. After entering the home, Sam attacked him with a weapon in So the he room. was just there for days with their dead bodies. That's correct. Oh, messed up. Um, he then moved Mark's body after he attacked him with the mall, moved into Emma's room, and attempted to clean up the blood from the living room. Sometime during this whole ordeal, he recorded himself, um, saying that he would have to pay for what he did and hinted that he might commit suicide. Melanie's mother called the police and asked them to check on her because she'd been trying to get a hold of her and wasn't able to. She called multiple times to the house and spoke with Sam, uh, but she got a different story each time she asked where Melanie was. So police finally show up at the house and Sam answers the door and he told police that Melanie was at a movie with a friend. So they left. Uh, Melanie's mother contacted them again and was like, I'm absolutely not. I cannot get a hold of her. Something's not right. You need to go back. Right. So they did. And when they came back, they realized that Sam was gone. He had fled. Um, So they entered the house and that's when they finally discovered the bodies on September 18th of 2009. So this has been over a few days. Yeah. Sam had stolen and wrecked Mark's car. Oh. And the most frustrating part is that he was uh, given a ticket for driving without a license. So he actually came in contact with the police officer. And they they ticketed him for not having a license. But didn't run that the car was stolen. Right. They didn't do anything else. um, But they were also unaware that these murders had happened. So they had just basically let him go. Um, And sometime shortly after this happened, this was kind of unclear, but apparently he made a phone call to the police saying and confessing that he just killed all these people Mm -hmm. and then did not turn himself in. So they were trying to hunt him down and they finally found him at the Richmond International Airport on September 18th. So it was actually on the same day. Police found him sleeping in the baggage claim area. Okay. He was going to go home back to California. Like nothing happened. He, like, called to confess, but then he's, like, going to go hop on a plane. But got to go. Bye. Yeah, but I really don't want to, like, do anything for it. So if you guys could just let me out of this, that'd be great. Extra, extradition's expensive. So. Well, maybe that's why. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'm not sure if he thought that one through. <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't know. He actually had no prior criminal record, which is interesting. That they know of. <laughs> That's true. But his lyrics said that he had killed people. <laughs> I know. And they slowly. First. Very slowly. <laughs> gosh, he lied in his lyrics. Oh my gosh, those lyrics were the worst. Uh, he was charged with first degree murder, robbery, and grand larceny. I put that in there because I know what that means now. Larceny. <laughs> uh, but later he was charged with capital murder for the deaths of the four people. What's the difference between first degree murder and capital murder? Sorry, I shouldn't ask. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I think it's about the intent oh, and the way Lindsay. that you kill them. I do think <laughs> you that. You love me. <laughs> Look, I try to not make it too lengthy because I know. I know I babble on forever. No, you're good. I'm just this is this is just me. This I think is it my has brain. something to do with the intent. I I'm not. I couldn't. Don't quote me, but that's my guess. Welcome to a day in my brain. I just I, I just was things. like, oh yeah, sounds good. I can move on. First degree murder is a type of murder that is both intentional and premeditated. Right. Capital murder is any first-degree murder that can be punished by the death penalty. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Capital punishment. Capital murder. Got it. Okay. Now you know. The more you no, know. No. So, all right. Got it. See? Wasn't that fun for all of us? That was a fun little detour. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. Now You're I welcome. know what larceny is and capital murder. You're welcome. File it away all these useless facts I have. We're just learning so much. I know. We're such an educational podcast. <laughs> I just inspire everyone around me to learn and question things. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> okay, so on September 20th, 2010, so the next year, he pled guilty to the murders and was sentenced to life in prison and currently is serving his time out at the Wallets Ridge State Prison in Big Stone Gap, Virginia. Oh, okay. that's a mouthful. Right. Never heard of it. Big Stone Gap. Wallets Ridge State Prison in Big Stone Gap, Virginia. Okay. I've heard I've I've heard of Big Stone Gap. I've been by there. Sounds very descript is there a gap in the stones? No, it has to do is with Is it like- a big stone <laughs> gap? <laughs> with gap like is it a big stone with gap teeth? <laughs> It's a gap tooth stone, isn't it? It, it totally is. That's exactly <laughs> it. There's some teeth that you have to enter through, and there's a giant gap. <laughs> That's the gap you enter through. <laughs> the hand signals you come up with. I don't know. Okay, that's what I got. That's that's the story of the Farmville murders. Thank you. You've done a couple like kind of creepy demonic ones lately. Have I? Like creepy true crimes. <laughs> like the last one was that awful house in North Carolina. Pazuzu. Oh, the, yes, the Pazuzu. <laughs> the shithole. You've done some terrible ones before, Thank haven't you. you? Yes, I have. They've all been so terrible. Like, <laughs> some unusual. Okay, fine. <laughs> I I think I know what you meant. Okay. That's fine. It's a compliment. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sounded like, like it. You've done some demonic things. I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> you've done some bad things, but that's good. Mm-hmm. Suck a duck. <laughs> Oh, I am so offended. <laughs> Don't use that language on this podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god. What? I was waiting. I was gonna say something else I decided not to. Okay, I'm ready. Sometimes I do think before I talk. <laughs> okay. Huh. Let's hear it. Are you ready for me? Hello. Ready. I knew um I knew that you guys were staying in America, so I went across the pond. To England. Oh my god. Hello. <laughs> no. Is that, is that an accent? Ch- cheerio. Cheerio. <laughs> She's not doing it with an accent. She's just saying it. Hello. I, just, I said, 
Hello without an H. Isn't that what they say? I don't know. <laughs> I did it too. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, our I can't friends tell across the pond. I'm so sorry. <laughs> My Australian and English accent they are basically the same. the same. Yeah, sorry. We were talking about Bella and the Witch Elm. Have you guys heard of this? Witches? Bella? No, so witch is spelled W-Y-C-H. It's a type Get of tree. Here. Like? It's a type of tree. Is this a... Is it, a, is it a type of elm tree? Sure. I mean, it's a witch elm, so sure. All right. April 18th, 1943. Four local teenagers, Robert Hart, Thomas Willits, Bob Farmer, and Fred Payne. <laughs> I'm laughing because she is. Bob Farmer and <laughs> Bob Farmer just sounds like a made up, like a cute made up name. Bob this Farmer. Name, and this is the forties. Okay, they had simple names back then. I like. Are it. you calling them simple? <laughs> what I like their names. You try and learn how to sell, spell Margaret or Bernadette. Oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> I can spell both of those names. Thank you. Well, they're not simple. <laughs> Oh, you're saying the names are long. Oh, okay. It took me a minute. Yeah. All right. They were poaching slash looking for bird nesting. Gertrude. <laughs> Marsha. <laughs> Helen. <laughs> what is it with all these? It's my grandparents' names. Jack. <laughs> I had a great aunt, Gertrude. <laughs> oh, did Aww. you? That's what I had to. Okay. Gertrude. They were in Hagley Wood in England. <laughs> Okay. This is part of the Hagley estate. Um, <laughs> why is she laughing at this? Did it have a haggled? No. <laughs> but it does belong to Lord Cobham. <laughs> Stop. And Worcestershire, England. No. no. <laughs> I said like the sauce. Hang on. Worcestershire. What is going on? I am not going to correct you. And I'm just going to let you keep saying it. <laughs> okay. Bottom line. But this where is where world, was it? Shut up. <laughs> this is World War II. So rations were in effect, and so they were looking for bird's nests, trying to find some eggs for food. So that, oh. that's what's happening. In the haggle tooth. Yes. So these are four teenagers <laughs> in haggle. Haggly wood. You say haggle. Haggly wood. <laughs> okay. I hate going last. Have I ever mentioned that? This is why. We have enough time to drink our drinks. <laughs> yes. So they are looking around for some bird eggs and they come across a large witch elm tree. So Bob Farmer, he climbs up the tree. He's looking for some bird's nests. And I'm probably going to actually, I kind of wanted to do a PowerPoint just to show you guys what this tree looks like. So you can. The witch elm. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. Um, so it is a tree that's kind of like hollowed through. So he was looking down into okay. it because he saw something white and he was like, oh, that might be a. Possum. Bird. An egg. Oh. <laughs> egg. Yeah, got it. Instead, he found a human skull. Uh, so see, it's kind of got like that uh, open. So he's climbed up and he's looking down and that's what he sees is a skull. Those, Those are trees beautiful trees. Are creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very creepy trees. Yeah. Um, you so... say creepy, I say beautiful. It's fine. <laughs> they can be both. They At first he thought it was an animal, but then he saw the skull that had human hair still attached and teeth. Mm. Haggle <laughs> I knew it. So the boys were technically trespassing on this land, so they put the skull back, and they're like, we're never talking about this again, because they didn't want to get in trouble, because they were trespassing. Well, I think you've already been cursed by now. 
So Thomas goes home and tells his parents almost right away. He's oh. like, look, we found the skull. Tom's a Lindsay. <laughs> he totally is. I was laughing because everything I was... who's who. Keep going. <laughs> everything I was reading was like, they all swore they would never speak of it again. The next day, Thomas told his parents. <laughs> I'm like, Thomas, yes. Tell someone. <laughs> Thomas, some integrity. Um, okay. So police come by to check the check out the tree and they find not only the skull but a complete skeleton that had a shoe a gold wedding ring and some fragments of clothing so the skull still had tufts of hair and a clear dental pattern with it so the dental i don't even want to say this because you guys are gonna make fun (laughs) had some abnormalities (laughs) with the teeth snaggle teeth yeah (laughs) Her top teeth. It's a haggle tooth. <laughs> her top teeth <laughs> protruded out, and she had a tooth missing on her bottom that they said was probably pulled recently. Okay. So she had distinctive teeth patterns. That's all I need to know. The haggle tooth. <laughs> um, they also found the remains of a hand that was found some distance from the tree. Medical examiner <laughs> is Professor James Webster. Hmm. He established that it was a female who had been dead for at least 18 months, if not longer. Placing the time of death around October 1941 was his estimate. At least. Could have been before then. He thought that she died from asphyxiation because of they found a piece of taffeta that was stuffed into her mouth. And that was all they could find as far as like a cause of death. So he deduced that the body had been placed in the trunk of the tree still warm because it was a very tiny spot. And he was like, if rigor mortis had set in... Nobody would have been able to, like, cram her body into that spot. So he was like, the murder happened somewhere close by enough that she was still warm to put her in the trunk of the tree. So he said she was about five feet tall, around, he guesstimated 20 to 45 years, but thought she was probably close to 35. Like I said, had irregular teeth and light brown hair. Also, he thought that she had given birth at least once in her lifetime. Which, like... Even back then in the 40s, it amazes me how people can find this out from, like, bones. It's fascinating. It really is that you can, like, deduce all of that. Very cool. Okay. Side note. Science is cool. (laughs) (laughs) So they were were able to estimate what she looked like, but this, again, is World War II. There's a ton of missing people, like, just all over because of they were having air raids going on and war war War. (laughs) and... A pretty massive war yeah, going on. Something called a war. <laughs> kind yeah. of a big, big deal. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. So they were unable to find any proper ID. None of the missing persons that were reported were able to match to her. They <clears throat> put, like, a newspaper out asking for all dentists around to come look at her teeth to try to, like, see if they recognize her because they were so distinctive and she had a tooth that had been pulled. They said probably by a dentist. Nothing. I'm guessing dental records weren't a thing. They were not in the 40s. Okay. Um... Which, still, pretty clever to ask dentists to come. But mm-hmm. That's why I was asking. The medical examiner said it was an excellent place for the concealment of a murder, and I think it indicates local knowledge. So, police started looking locally. Still not finding anything. They're still unable to identify her. So, let's fast forward. She was found in April. We're fast forwarding to Christmas of that year. On the side of a house in Old Hill, there was a message written in chalk that said, Who put Lubella down the witch elm? Dash Hagley Wood. Lou Bella, L-U-E, and then Bella. So police are like, that's weird. So they start doing some investigating, and they find (laughs) another message in graffiti that is written on a wall in Upper Dean Street, Birmingham, that said, who put Bella down the witch elm? And it was the same handwriting. Mm -hmm. Side note, pro tip, it's Birmingham. 
Birmingham. Birmingham. Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. There's no ham. It's a Birmingham. Birmingham. Okay. So they're starting, they're like, is this a kid that's pranking us? Like, what's happening? But the way that the graffiti was written, it was so high up. They're like, this can't be a teenager or a kid. It's got to be like an adult because it was high up. So then they're like, well, let's see if we can find out who this is. I like your role playing. You're welcome. Well, I'm really into it. I'm ready. Let me see here. This is my storytelling, okay? Take it or leave it. It's too tall for the kids. So here, they never, they think that it was like a prankster that did it, basically is what they think, because nobody ever came forward and they still haven't identified this woman. So they think it was just someone basically like stirring the pot. Like, hey, hey. Don't don't forget about this. So stir it up. Still, graffiti has sporadically appeared on the Hagley Wood, like in that area, just on buildings randomly, graffiti, all this stuff. People will put who put Bella in the witch elm. So let's hear some theories, okay? Who, who good, done it? Is this a good time to point out she did another unsolved? I did do another unsolved. I figured that out. <laughs> I'm sorry. As soon as she said multiple people wrote but you're going to like you're going to like the theories, I promise, because one theory is geared towards you and one theory is geared for you. Aliens, okay? No, not aliens. Oh, conspiracy. Okay, okay. Aliens. So, <laughs> boys, ready? All ready. Right. The first theory is going to be for Sarah. Okay, which one? Oh, Sarah. <laughs> that happens to be my name too. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Margaret Murray. She is an anthropologist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An anthropologist? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I stumbled over the word. She's an anthropologist. You really didn't, though. You just started and I know, then stopped. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you just and she's freaked also herself an... out. <laughs> she's an anthropologist and an archaeologist. Archaeologist? Anthroarchaeologist. And an archaeologist. Oh, oh my gosh. Got it. The wine tonight. It's getting a little different. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. So she. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she okay. suggested in 1945 that witchcraft was involved <gasps> yes. oh my gosh so she is at the university college of london she stated so remember how there was a severed hand that was found yeah. yes so she stated the severed hand mm-hmm. is consistent with a ritual called the hand of glory Ew. and this is after a victim has been killed as a blood sacrifice by gypsies during an occult ritual mm-hmm. so her hand was severed and the bones were like all scattered around which they thought was unusual. This is different than a glory hole. <laughs> what? <laughs> How did we get down the glory hole? She's a hand, hand of, of glory. glory. Oh, okay. Why did you know? <laughs> My life's mission is to make you uncomfortable. You're doing a great job. Thank you. <laughs> so Margaret connected the case with Charles Walton, who was a man who was um, stabbed and pinned to the ground with his own pitchfork mm. in a nearby village. And so then she also connected it with Belladonna, which is Nightshade. Mm-hmm. You know Nightshade? Yeah. <laughs> you I do. Know nightshade? I do know Nightshade. <laughs> it's deadly. It tends to be an opiate, huh? Mm-hmm. Haven't you seen Zoolander? Which is associated with the Not occult. Zoolander. Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what Zoolander are you watching with Nightshade? Zootopia! They do that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Zoolander. We're watching very different Zoolanders. <laughs> Wait, Zootopia with like the little creatures? Yes, with the animals. Yes. yes. So Belladonna is Nightshade, which is deadly, associated with the occult, and so is Hagley Woods, 
where the body was found. So it has also been associated with the occult for many centuries. Not centuries. <laughs> Decades. <laughs> and so Belladonna, because they said at first, Lou Bella, that shortened to Bella. So, I don't know. Bella, Belladonna. Belladonna. Where would the Lou come from? I don't know. How does it feel? <laughs> have questions that, asked. You know what? I value your questions. Mm-hmm. Thank you for mm-hmm. paying attention. How does it feel to not have the answer? <laughs> Zoolander. Um, another thing I that is Zoolander. ritualistic with the <laughs> occult is that she was entombed inside a tree rather than being buried. I've never seen it. You've never seen Zoolander? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. What? So Margaret Murray theorized that she wronged a coven and they took revenge or she was a blood sacrifice. <laughs> so both. the police didn't really listen to this theory because they said, well, yeah, the bones <laughs> were scattered, but that's because of animals and she'd been there for. They're never going to admit that it's witchcraft, right. let's be honest. Or but... aliens. That's right. <clears throat> so this next theory has to do with spies. Okay. Okay, so World War Two. Yeah. 40s, got it. German spies, they're all over the UK. Got it. So, the Wolverhampton Express and Star newspaper received a letter from someone who said she was Anna of Claverly. That's all she said. Anna. Man, they've got the coolest names. I know. I'm Sarah of Kansas City. <laughs> so, she claimed to have info <laughs> on the identity. Not quite the same ring. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not as Anna of Claverly. <laughs> she claimed to have info on the identity of Bella, and eventually, you know, because the police are good, they tracked down who she actually was. And she was interviewed by a journalist, Wilford Byford Jones. That is a name. I know. Did he Wilford have mutton chops? He had to have. I did not look up a picture of Wilford. <laughs> Byford. Jones. Jones. <laughs> Jones. <laughs> According to Anna, putting that in quotations, Bella was a member of a spy ring seeking info about the location of local ammunition factories that could then be targeted. I put, woof, that's a lot. Okay. <laughs> Anna was later identified, like I said, by the police as Una Massa. <laughs> so she told police that her ex-husband, Jack, who was a Royal Air Force pilot, had confessed to family members that he and a Dutchman called Van Ralt had put Bella in the tree. So she says her husband Jack was involved in all this spy stuff with Van Ralt. They met for, there's two theories here, because there's two stories. We're not sure which one's true. First story is that they met for a drink. They met Bella. She became drunk and passed out while they were driving. So they put her in the tree and hoped that she would wake in the morning and be frightened into seeing the error of her ways. Hmm. And then she died. Out of fright? Out of just she not able drunk. to get out. Yeah, not able to get out. She's stuck. But the police are like, she had a piece of taffeta crammed down her throat. Like, that's not drunk. Mm-hmm. So another report is that Van Rout strangled Bella because of her spy associations. And then they dumped the body. That's intense. So here's where it gets interesting. So Jack told his family members this, but he was confined to a Stafford mental hospital because he had such bad reoccurring dreams of a woman staring out at him from a tree. Like basically he went psychotic because of this and died in the hospital before they even found her body. Mm. But the police were suspicious because his wife did not come forward with this until like 10 years after the death. She came forward in 1953. Like the body's been found. It's been widely publicized about in the Mm. newspapers and you waited 10 years yeah, I mean, mm. credibility is kind of hard to yeah. substantiate by that point, but who knows? 
Another spy ring story has to deal with someone named Clara. So Joseph Jacobs, he was a German spy who was captured while parachuting down in this area of England, broke his ankle, got captured by Britain, British forces in his, um, on himself, on his person. He had a photo of a woman <laughs> named Clara, who he said was his lover and had been recruited by the Nazis as a spy. So this was all validated in declassified M15 files. No clue. It's like sounds, sounds CIA, legit. like the CIA of Britain, like 007 stuff, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Sure, yeah. Um, so this was all found in declassified files. So he had this photo of Claire, said she was a spy that she was parachuting down to and never like touched base with them again. Like they never heard from her again. So in this area. And they're all like, hmm, that's unusual. So, things to debunk this. Clara was 5'10". Bella, they estimated, was about 5 foot. So that's a pretty big gap to be off of. And Clara was reported in these declassified files that she had died in a Berlin hospital in December 1942. But, spies, they could fake a lot of stuff. So maybe they faked, they faked her death in that hospital. Who knows? But also, if you're a spy, like... Your friends and family probably shouldn't know it. So he was a German spy and had her picture and said, she's my lover, but she's also a spy as well. So like, maybe he was lying. But then he was killed pretty much quickly after his capture by a firing squad. So they never really got to interrogate him Mm -hmm. about her. So we don't know. Um, As of right now, we still don't know. Her bones have all been lost. Nobody knows where her skull and her bones are. So we can't do any DNA testing, which sucks. Police believe that she was likely either homeless or a sex worker. Um, just basically someone who like fell of through the cracks. Of course they do. Of course they do. Someone who fell through the cracks who nobody reported missing because nobody was missing her. That, that's an easy story for them to tell. It is an easy story. And she just wandered into a yeah. tree? It's yeah. Our, it's our fault. Well, the medical examiner yeah, didn't say back clearly. then. He was like, this is not suicide. This is not. She did not wander into the tree. Like, she would not be able to force herself into that position. Or put taffeta down right. her own throat. He said from the very beginning, like, this is murder. Somebody put her in that tree. So one possible... Sex, or to validate this, one <laughs> one sex worker in 1944 did say that another sex worker named Bella had worked on Hagley Road near the Hagley Wood Estate and had disappeared three years previously in 1941. Who knows if that's true? Who knows if her name's even really Bella? Like, this was a prankster who put this. So who even right. knows? Could have been just a sex worker being like, oh, yeah, I know of a girl named Bella. Yeah, sounds like that's eerily um, similar mm-hmm. so, to validate a story. Was it the occult? Was it witchcraft? Was it aspiring? Was it aliens? Or was it something simple like she was a homeless woman who just got killed and somebody stuffed her body? Who knows? That's so simple. Yeah. <laughs> so simple. <laughs> was it something simple like that? But what's frustrating <laughs> is that they don't know where her bones are anymore. Like her skull's just gone. Her bones are gone. I wonder where that is. Yeah. That's very weird to me <laughs> that the police would just... Be like, oh, we don't know where her skull is anymore. And I'm like, yeah. what? Do we really think that? I don't know. Hmm. So there's no DNA testing. There's nothing that can be done. Right. That's my point. That's aspiring. what I'm hinting at. Inspiring. <laughs> Sometimes when there are things that they we don't want need to know about. It's true. Things happen. I don't know. Things happen. So that's my story. Hey, thanks for another unsolved. Bella and Wichelm. You're welcome. <clears throat> nice. Right. 
He's not sighing every time I do an unsolved, y'all. Unsolved's are fascinating. I believe the last time <laughs> that you did a regular one, you were like, I'm going to take a break from the unsolved right now. Yeah, and I started doing this one halfway through. I realized it was unsolved. And I said, oh, well, <laughs> doing it anyways. I'm halfway through. Maybe just next time. <laughs> I will do a solve. Fine. I need closure. Me too. I think it's more fun to just like theorize well, that's you. and think You've about it. You've done enough unsolves. Okay. Give us some closure. Fine. I know. I need to know what happened. I'll give you closure. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. This suck. Otherwise, <laughs> strong work. It was aliens. Or witches. <laughs> Which aliens? They were witch aliens. I thought you would like my conspiracy with the th- with the spies. It was witches. I'm still... leaning towards the spy. That's my thing. Maybe the spies were aliens. No. <laughs> Lindsay, we cannot be the only people in this nation. <laughs> Those are very profound words. <laughs> Please get that on a t-shirt. Challenge accepted. With me like this in the back. <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> but we still hang out with you. It's okay. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into our true crime episode. You can always find us at www.thetipsyghost.com and find all of our socials from there. And send us an email to thetipsyghost at gmail.com so we can keep coming out with those tipsy stories. Also on our website, you can donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash thetipsyghost if you don't want to go to our website, but please do. We worked hard on it. Um, And please (laughs) give us a five-star rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. (laughs) Greatly appreciate it. (laughs) Greatly. We would scrotely appreciate it. Okay, nope. Ending this now. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Good night. Mm, No. No, damn it. Thanks so much, guys. We... What did I do? (laughs) She took my words. (laughs) Oh, I was all excited. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, guys. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. 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 (laughs)